All right. Hello and welcome just to family. This is giving you something to talk about or just a live TV as I like to call it. I'm your host, Melissa Kretschler. I'm an identity coach, spiritual teacher, business mentor, and creator and founder of not only Just Alive TV, but also the Women Supporting Women Network. Today, we're going to be talking about what would your future self do? I love this comment, um, and I love this question, and we'll get into that in a moment. Uh, today's episode has been sponsored by Glendon Coaching. Unlock your full potential. Join them as they explore the path to, fulfilling, to living a fulfilling and label-free life. Learn how to improve your mindset and well-being for a happy, healthy life. Um, our sponsor just happens to be our guest speaker today. So I'm going to hand it over for her to introduce herself and go sign up for her newsletter and get a free complimentary coaching session. Kate, would you like to say hello? Hello. Um, thank you so much for having me here, Melissa. I'm so happy to sponsor this episode and talk to your listeners about their future selves and goals and and kind of where they want their lives to go. Um, I have been in the public health field for over 20 years now, um, helping people to live high quality lives and change the overall being of the communities they live in, as well as help people through their journey to become unstuck, to fulfill their uh, full potential and to be their support as they discover who they are and to live their life by design. Sounds great. Sounds similar to what I do, which is why this is going to be such a great uh, conversation to people who have, you know, similar mindsets and similar goals. Uh, maybe different ways, but similar goals. <laughs> so we were talking in the pre-screening, and this is why this conversation really came up is um, when I was growing up and I was telling Kate this in our pre-screening is, you know, there, there went through this fad where it would be, what would Jesus do? And going through this fad, um, like I told Kate, it stuck with me. And instead of saying, what would Jesus do? What would your future self do? And hence the title of this conversation, because we're always striving. I think individualistically and, and even just humanity wise, we're always striving for something more, something better, um, whether that be just a better day or a better mindset or anything really just something better. And I think we all have that yearning for, for that better version of ourselves. We always have the self doubt, the, the questioning, the limiting beliefs, the experiences that we've had, so to go forward and say, what would my future self do? If you have a version of yourself, so excuse me, a alter ego or a super ego, um, Beyonce for many years had Sasha Fierce. Um, there, there's so many um, Eminem, right? Eminem, Marshall Mathers had Eminem um, and another one. And then there are so many big players in society or in our culture that, you know, have had those alter egos, their super egos. Matthew McConaughey did uh, an acceptance speech at an awards ceremony a few years ago. And he said, you know, there's three things I always strive for. And one of that is the person that I'm chasing, right? The person that I want to be. And he said that that person is him 10 years from now. He's never going to actually catch up, but that's who he's striving to be. So asking yourself a question like this is extremely powerful. It is. And some people never let themselves dream of who that that person is. 
And for me, that person is living um, without doubt, has complete confidence and does not hesitate without, with, you know, making decision. And that would be somewhere that was polar opposite of, you know, me prior to all of my work on myself. Um, so, you know, just being that fierce, you know, player in the field to helping other women support them to be that person that knows exactly what they want and how to get there and just does it. And I think that is super like something to strive for is being the better than you were yesterday. And that's what I try to do in the current moment. And I have that goal of what would the CEO Kate version do every day? And I think when people can take that themselves out of their current situation and place, you know, what they want to be and then show up by taking actions every day of what that person would do, like that would be something that I would highly suggest to people to do because, you know, that's what Beyonce had to do to get on the stage. She had to show up as whatever, whatever Sasha Fierce was going to do and how she was going to act with the audience. And so sometimes just having that alter ego is the way that you can get through super really hard times. Yep. And look at Beyonce. She doesn't use Sasha Fierce anymore. She did an an interview a while ago. um, I believe I'm paraphrasing that she, she no longer needs that persona, right? Because she now embodies that every day. Now, asking yourself, what would my future self do? You can use that daily. You can use that monthly. You can use that for goal planning. Don't worry about your cat. I have six. So um, I've had my cats come through the videos every so often. (laughs) Um, My cat never does this, okay? So you must really like know that you have cats. I'm just like, this cat, what is he doing? (laughs) Don't worry. Like I said, my cats used to lie down. I remember they were fighting on my bed at one point and yeah, it was crazy. That was when I had it in in the other room, but now I have this room. So they're locked out as you can tell. Um, But asking asking yourself that question isn't just um, the best and brightest version of yourself. It's also, you know, um, we talked about resiliency, uh, you know, overcoming adversary. You can ask yourself that in any aspect of your life, in your relationship. What would the best version of me do in this relationship or in this situation or in this um, overcoming the struggle or this limiting belief? What would that you know, higher or more knowledgeable version of myself, what would they say in this situation? How would they react? How would they respond? There are so many different opportunities to ask yourself that question in every possible day. There is, and it takes practice. And, you know, I think like, for me, I was always a reactor. And so to go from being someone who take who pauses and doesn't react to to always reacting is, is tough because that's not your habitual way of thinking. So it's changing your whole paradigm and to give yourself that grace that to be this alter ego of yourself is okay. And sometimes you're going to have to take a moment and realize, oops, like, you know, old Kate came back or showed up or this, this, struggle that I haven't worked through yet has appeared and what can I learn and instead of getting upset 
is how do I get curious about what just happened and what would the former version of myself be? And if I were to live with a te- an intent with 100% responsibility of my life and my decisions, how is that going to affect my future self? Yeah. And asking your that, yourself that question really does change your habits, right? Because if you start habitually asking yourself, you know, what would my future self do? Now I'm going to backtrack and actually go in a different direction with this as an identity coach and really just focusing on what, who people are at your core, who you are at your core doesn't change. You will always and forever be who you are at your core, how you express that version of yourself and what your most authentic version of yourself, that does change. Your passions change, your interests change, your what you love and what you don't love. All of those things do change. And throughout that change, it's how am I fully authentically best representing and expressing who I am today, what I want today, right? And so creating that habit of, you know, creating that habit of asking yourself, you know, what would my better self do? It's you're, you're creating that space to really just dive into yourself and say, who is that better version of myself? They're always in there. They're just caught up with the emotions. They're caught up with the limiting beliefs, with the mental health, with, you know, your situation, whatever that looks like you get caught up in life. Um, And instead of experiencing life, you get caught up in the emotional aspect of that. And that's where that inauthentic version of ourselves come through. Now you've got social media where you have influencers across the globe who, you know, are portraying this photo of, you know, perfection of, you know, constantly creating content and, you know, this, this image. And so you question even more, what is, what is my authentic version? Who, you know, what would my future self do? Whenever you're asking yourself, what would my future self do? Look internally, right? Um, If it's, you know, if you're somebody who doesn't like wearing makeup, your internal self's not going to be a makeup wearing fashionista who, you know, where your internal self likes to be comfortable and, you know, representing your own expression. Um, so always make sure that that future self is a representation of who you are authentically. I think that's wonderful. And I think like sometimes we have to literally write down what is our future self and what what are those words that describe that person? Because we can, you know, have this grand idea. Oh, we are going to be this best version of ourselves. Name it, you know, call it a celebrity or call it what, but what are, what do you actually admire about that person? And so you need to write that down because there's obviously a reason why you pick this person and what is it about it? you know, it's more than just the name. So what does this person embody and represent for you that you want to and where, you know, and so then where do you fall that you need to do the work on? And so if that person is, you know, very, you know, uh, boisterous and, you know, authentically themselves and unique and, you know, if, you know, into fashion, if that's something that you want to be, then put it on your to-do, to-do list. But just like you said, like, if you're not into makeup, then 
why would you put that on your to-do list if that's not something that feels true to you? So it's important to understand that you can embody someone, but also not use every single thing that they are because you're creating your future self. And so it has to be true to you. And also on that list, like, what do you want to accomplish? And to have that one or one to two to three years of goal setting that scare you a little bit so that you know where to go. And maybe that's just showing up each day with different things that you need to get done to do, to write down that gets you closer to that to be list. Yeah. Um, so you and I are both business owners. We're both entrepreneurs. We've both started our own businesses. So if you are somebody who is going along that path, or maybe it's career-wise, business-wise, whatever that looks like, um, and you ask yourself, what would the future CEO of myself look like? What would what would the the future, you know, six-figure, seven-figure earner, what would that person look like? How would they show up every day? Um, my business coach asked me what, you know, what is your ideal day look like? How many hours are you spending on work? How many hours are you spending on creativity? How many hours are you spending on yourself? What does that look like for you? Right. And just embodying that you don't have to be that five-year, 10-year, one-year version of yourself now, but how can you start to embody that version now? So if it's business-wise and you want to be spending a couple hours a day in your business, then spend that couple hours of your day in your business. Be intentional with how you're showing up as that version of yourself, right? Be intentional of this is what I want to create. I'm going to do things. Maybe you need, maybe you're just starting out and you need to work six hours in your business instead of the two. But that's current because you're putting those processes in place, right? How can I work efficiently now so that a year from now, I'm only working two hours a day or, you know, 10 hours a week or whatever that looks like, start making those changes and and creating those habits now. And that's just one example, right? If you are looking for a relationship and you want to, you know, ask yourself, what would that version of myself be doing? You know, authentically living your best life, right? Um, If you want a partner that's going to make you feel a certain way, start creating, you know, your life that certain way. Um, If you, you know, have an idea of what type of partner you want to be, start doing things, right? If you want to cook dinners every night, if you want to, you know, have date nights or go to movies, start doing those things now and just, again, make it a habit and start habitually you know, creating that persona of yourself or that uh, authentic version of yourself. Right. I I agree. I think that's such great advice. If you, you know, the version of you, what would they do and go do it. And then, you know, in universal law, it will come back to you because you're putting out there what you want to attract back. And so I think that's super important to do that. And it should, you know, it, it may feel a little bit uncomfortable and it should because it's new and to grow, you have to kind of get a little uncomfortable Mm -hmm. um, because that's the only way to not stay stuck in your current being, right? It's just like getting a new job. Like it's always new and, and it's scary at first, but then you figure it out. And so it's like getting to that next dot and what do you need to do to get there? 
And so just showing up is okay, well, I'm going to start, you know, saving money. So this version of myself has, can pay for an assistant in a year. And so maybe that's cutting back on personal, you know, care appointments, you know, such as haircuts or massages so that you can be able to pay for someone to do, you know, some of your marketing for you so that you can have that time freedom. So that's why I think it's so important to have your now goal written down and what that person, what you need to do to be that. So I think it's always good to go back to that daily and every morning kind of think about and, and go over what that person is and what that person needs to do so that each day you go about that way, Yeah, how you want to show up that day. Um, I want to jump back into the relationship aspect of it because I had a really good uh, thought about it and being intentional, right? If I'm going to use a heterosexual uh, male-female relationship because it's a great example that I that popped into my head. So I'm not uh, removing any other examples. This is just the one I'm I'm expressing. Um, you have a woman who has been hurt. And she wants to create a, you know, loving, um, accepted, safe, you know, supported relationship. Now, if you want to intentionally create that relationship, I caution everybody, what are you intentionally doing today? So if you're a woman and you've been hurt and you're sitting here today dreaming about this beautiful, meaningful relationship that you want to create, if you're sitting here today bashing men bashing your ex, bashing your past relationships, uh, saying all men suck, men are kids, whatever it is that you're doing, are you intentionally creating that space? Or are you creating a repeat of what you've already experienced? So intentional living and knowing that, um, I'm not saying don't be negative and not be hurt, but that's living in that negativity. That is um, creating and breeding more of the that negativity thought process and, and cycles, right? Um, so really just intentionally asking yourself, that's letting that past relationship control your here and now and potentially your future relationship. So intentionally, again, and I'm going to use that word a million times, um, knowing what it is that you're creating by your actions, by your thoughts, by your words, by your energy today. Right. And I think it's like the past is the past. So there's no need to really go back towards it. And by bringing it up every day, like you say, like bashing, um, you know, you're reliving that hurt. Mm -hmm. And so get what you can get from it that you want to improve on so that you don't repeat it in future relationships. And then design so that you show up to that first date knowing exactly you know how you want it to go picture it write it down what are, you know what are you going to talk about what does this person look like you know so that you are completely aware of what's currently going on yep. rather than just going into it with you know old thoughts old paradigms old behaviors this is just the kind of a clean slate you're going in there just like a job interview like you are going in there knowing that you have control over the situation. You know exactly what you want. You know what you're going after. And does this person fulfill that and fulfill your, your list that you need in your life? And honestly, as an employer, as an employee, if you walk into uh, an interview and you're bashing your, your former employer, they're not going to no. hire you. 
right? Because that's what you're showing them. Um, I wrote a book uh, many years ago about how I used all of those past relationships, my past relationships, and how I took a, a lesson from each of them. And I used that lesson to make me a better partner. I've now been married 15 years. So regardless, and I'm not saying that, you know, my relationship is perfect. It's not, none of them are. It's good. But, I mean, I should do that too. I would write, I have a very long book. <laughs> but it's true because no matter what your, your experiences or your, your situations, when you embrace those, you talked about not going, um, not going back going back and actually taking a look at how you can improve, going back and looking what that experience taught you or what that experience showed you of what you don't want so that you can create what you do want. The same goes for your, for, for that version of yourself. You know, how did I show up then? How did I react? How did I respond? How can I be uh, the best version of myself knowing the way that I've been up till now, right? And using your past. That's that's what I think people, um, and I'm going to sidetrack, that's what people I think not realize about leaving your past in the past is one thing and it's great, right? Not allowing it to control you now is, is the purpose of that comment. Um, but using the past to learn and grow from your experiences, that's what it's meant for, right? Is taking those and saying, you know, if, if I was in this situation before I would have done it this way, but my future self wouldn't do it that way. So I'm going to choose to be better and do it differently for me. Right. And for, for a different outcome. Uh, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. It's not going to work. Right. Um, it's not work. And, you know, you know, I like to be like, call it like being a scientist. Okay. If you're going to look back, you're going to look back to find out ways to improve yourself or to change the current hypothesis, not to blame yourself or shame yourself. It is to make a better version of yourself. So it's like you're making a new recipe with changing the ingredients that didn't work so that you are having a different result. And I think that's so important because sometimes people think that they cannot change their future because of past mistakes. And you absolutely have the chance every day to Mm -hmm. relive your life and do it the way that you want. But sometimes we have to learn a little bit before we do that. And, and then what are the steps to do that? And I think people get so comfortable and get so numbed out because they, they're okay with it. And they're not, you know, it's scary to, to take that steps to be a better version of themselves rather than just say, okay, yeah, that, that, that didn't work out and move on instead of being like, no, like let's level up here. Do you want to level up your life or are you just comfortably, you know, numb and stuck? And some people are okay with that. And some people are not, but they don't know how to do that. And so that's why having a life coach is so important because they can help you, you know, just do one, one thing better 1% every day to get you to that intentional place that you want to be in any part of your life. Yep. And the current, one of the things that you mentioned, and I'd, I'd love to expand on that a little bit is we do get comfortable where we're at. We get comfortable and we, we get comfortable, but we also crave the chaos and people don't realize that once you've experienced a certain extended time frame, right? They say what, 30 days to create a habit. 
um, seven days to remove uh, an addiction, right? Uh, takes longer than that, but <laughs> again, um, a lot, yeah, a lot longer. <laughs> but at the same time, we get comfortable in that chaos. The chaos becomes our normal, our comfort zone. And so, when you're trying to make the the change, and I'd like everybody to pay attention to this part. When you're trying to make that change, when you're trying to embody that version of yourself that you're subscribing to be um, or desiring to be, remember that the chaos might be comfortable, but you're going to stay stuck if you don't, right? And we do tend to self-sabotage. I'm I'm even guilty of self-sabotaging, right? Um I know that in in my house, my husband and I, I don't know how or why, but every time we're getting ready to go to an event, we get into an argument. Every time, just about every time we are about to go to somebody's house or to a planned event, whatever that looks like, we get into an argument every single time. And it's a version of self-sabotage. We're comfortable we, we're homebodies, we're hermits, we like to stay home and not necessarily go out as much as we should to interact. Um, so we self-sabotage. And when you're trying to make those changes and you're trying to put yourself out there, you're trying to you know, uh, embody that, that version of yourself that you're dreaming of, you will self-sabotage. The universe, on the other hand, will also give you tests and trials and you know, test your endurance, test your resiliency and say, oh, hey, you want to make a change here? Let's make sure that you're actually going to make that change. I'm a smoker. Um, I have been vaping. Uh, My son uh, got me into vaping instead of smoking. I like that it doesn't stink. (laughs) So so I, I haven't had a cigarette in a week now. And every so often over that last week, the universe goes, here's a stressor. Here's a stressor. Here's a stressor because in those moments, I would go and have a cigarette, right? When I was stressed, when I was talking a lot, whatever that looked like, I would go and habitually and addictively go have that cigarette where now it tests you, right? When you have little tests that come up, when you're trying to embody or make a change, those little tests are, is it worth it? Is this situation, is this better version of yourself? Is this change more important to you than reverse reverting back to the chaos? Um, so ask yourself that question as well when you get into those moments. Well, yeah, and ask yourself, okay, like why am I feeling this way? Get curious about it. Um, you call it a test or self-sabotage, but like what is it that we don't like? How can we change what how we're viewing this and reframing this? wow, this is awesome. We can leave our house for a little bit. The house will be there and we'll come back to it and we get to do X, Y, Z. Or, wow, you know, this happened, but this is going to eventually be great for my business or, you know, bills come in, bills go out. You know, I have, a, you know, do you know what to do? And so that you're looking at it in a different way instead of it becoming a stressor. It's just a routine thing that you do as part of a business owner, as part of a family. And I think that's really important because when we change it from a stressor to, to call it whatever you're, you know, a transaction, you're changing the way that you're thinking about it. And that's so important because then your body and your mind start to change because what you feel about a certain situation becomes your thoughts and then that becomes your results. So if 
you know, you don't want to leave the house. Your feelings are going to be anxious and anxiety and, and your thoughts are going to be negative, which then is going to, you know, put you on edge for, you know, an argument or, you know, something that normally would stress you out. Like, Oh, I'm overbooked. I have to speak so much and, and changing that into gratitude and abundance. You are, you know, you're looking at it different. So your body's not viewing it as a stressor. And so that's what I like to to think about that too, is just that changing that whole mindset around that. Finding the strength in it. So uh, using my example of being a smoker, right? If If a regular stressor comes up that would usually or prior induce me into going for a cigarette or feeling the need to go for a cigarette, it's no, my, my need to change this is stronger. I'm going to take this as a strength. I can get through this. I don't need to go for a cigarette. I don't need to do that. It's a beautiful way of, of removing those, those limitations that we've put on ourselves, right. Or, or the, um, toxic habits or behaviors that we've put into place to overcome, to help us move through, um, those, those difficult situations. So absolutely using them as those stepping stones of, Hey, I don't need this anymore. I'm going to be different. Uh, what would my, what would my future self do? Um, and again, going back to that question is what would my future self do? Right. Do, do, do I want my future self to be, you know, a smoker? Do I want my future self to be somebody who is, um, constantly calling in, trashy relationships because I never learned from the last ones, right? It's how are we taking accountability, responsibility, and what are we doing to move forward? Absolutely. And I, and we need to remember that. And, you know, each day writing, that's why it's so important to write your goal or your intention on a note card, have it with you wherever you go so that you remember it. And it becomes part of, um, part of your everyday being, right? Cause it takes, you know, three to five times to write something down, to remember it. And over eight times to 13 times to actually notice it when you see it on a card. And that's important when you're trying to change the way you're thinking and being. Um, one suggestion, and I'll, I'll show everybody this. This is my screensaver. Oh, apparently I can. Um, so that's my screensaver. It's my lock screen. And it says, do something today that your future self will thank you for. Our action and actions and decisions today will shape the way we will be living in the future. That is literally my screensaver. It's my lock screen. That's something I'm on my phone all day, every day, whether that's for work, for my kids, for whatever. I have my phone with me and, you know, notification pops up. And the first thing I see is that screensaver going, do something today that your future self is going to thank you for. That was, you know, put it as a screensaver, put it as, you know, the lock screen or even the floating screen of your computer, put it on the wall and frame it on a graphic, print one out and color it in, right? Um, Go look on Etsy or, you know, wherever for something that's going to help you have a vision board, a dream board, something that's going to remind you of that goal. Absolutely. I wholeheartedly agree with that. And I think that it it helps you focus on it and and rem- keep it in the forefront of your mind so that you're not slipping as often. All right. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add before we get going? 
No, I'm just, um, I appreciate um, being on the show today. And, you know, I really encourage the viewers to go to glendoncoaching.com um, to get their free newsletter, to get their free session, um, and to learn how to be the better version of themselves in live life intentionally instead of by default. Absolutely. I love that. Yes. Make sure that you go and connect with Kate. Uh, her links are in the description of this episode. You can find her at those links, sign up for her newsletter and you get a free coaching session. So go and check that out. Thank you so much, Kate, for joining me today. This has been an awesome episode. Yes, thank you. All right. Well, to everybody, if you would like to be a guest speaker or guest speaker, blogger, or sponsor on the show, uh, join us at justalivetv.com. Sign up, love, like, share, get involved in the conversation. We always have the chat box open. Um, and yeah, I, I wish you all a wonderful afternoon, morning, or evening, depending on when or where you're watching. And make sure that you ask yourself that question, what would my future self do? All right. Talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye.